us up. Yeah. Come on, Unity! Unity! Well, here we are. The time has come for the pilot. We're at the UCC podcast on a Tuesday afternoon during the study break, September 25th. And I'm with my co-host, Corey Roccaccioli, a one's hopeful, and myself, the executive producer of this podcast, Max Max Evangelisti. Uh, Corey, how are you going today, mate? Thanks, Max. It's wonderful to be here. Welcome back. Little... Welcome back to the season, of course. Thank you very much. It's just a little little pronunciation error. It's Roccaccioli for the listeners out there. Roccaccioli. Yeah, Corey. Roccaccioli really fast. Yeah, all right. Two wogs. Two wogs running a cricket podcast for a university team. Take that white Australia policy. There you go. How do you like that? Anyway, let's get started. We've got the bios first up. Corey, tell me a little bit about yourself, mate. Well, Max, well, what do I, what do, I do? Well, I'm a high... Come on, we're not. This isn't, this isn't a 1950s English breakfast, mate. Come <laughs> on, just, just tell me how you like. Tell me what, tell me what program you like to run. All right, so I'm a high-performance coach by day. So that's involving coaching athletes, strength and conditioning. So yep. for those that are out there, two halves football development... Yeah, if you need any strength and conditioning. Good plug there, mate. No Good worries. business there, Just yeah. that local plug. Uh, and then, what am, I, what am I doing in my spare time? Geez, at the moment, I'm just finishing off a sports science degree in my last year, last semester. So, every student out there, we are the students after all. Yeah, we, so are. We, are, we are the we all, students. We all know that study grind. Students of the game of life, I like to call it. Uh, yep. Are you in fact, or Pardon me? you in fact, That's a little in fact, quote there. Is it? Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, name dropping anyway, back as a coach at the club. Nice bloke. But anyway. Back to, back to, the, back to the resume. What do you do, Max? Tell me. I'm an English teacher by trade, or, or tutor by trade. I wish I was a teacher. Um, studying business law at this university. Um, previously played for Subiaco Florian before being culled because I couldn't get a game in the fours, but that's another story for another day. Correct me if I wrongly came and played twos here the year after. Which I, come on, mate, we don't need to boast. Anyway, Corey, what about yourself? Where do you come from? Oh, I come from the boys at Wanneroo. Um, yep, that's a long way away for some, X Mount for some. So Northern Territory? Uh, yeah, it seems like that on the way yeah, here right. on the freeway. Yeah, right. Bit of Northern Territory program. Yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, okay. Um, now, winter's just passed. Correct. What did you get up to over the winter break? Because... For many cricketers, like the listeners, we don't know really what to do with ourselves with winter, mate. What are we doing over winter? Give me some guidance of what I should be doing over the winter break. Well, there was a lot of fiddling about, to be fair. Yeah. A lot of fiddling. Twiddling of thumbs. There's a lot of free time, a little bit of a April, April spell where I didn't really know what to do. Yeah. Um, just, get, just try to keep the fitness levels up. Uh, and then we've just logged lots of uni, as every student knows. It's yeah. good to keep on top of the uni books. Yeah, it is, mate. Books. Um, and then we went from there. Geez, what else did we do? A bit of, bit of high performance coaching, a bit of prac, leading led to the job that I'm currently doing. And then just lots of coffee, and we'll, we'll get to that one later. Oh, coffee, yeah, right. Mm, yeah, what right. about you, Maxi? Mate, just, kept, just try to keep warm. Mate, just try to keep warm. Anyway, three things we can't live without. I just want the listeners to get a little bit of an idea about who you are. Because you're more than just a two slash ones player, mate. I know you're, you're more than that. Jeez, thanks for, thanks for that one. Um, yeah, jeez, what do I do? Well, I like to review coffee. It's a bit of a rare one. So the amateur coffee snob on Instagram, people, if you're, if you're not familiar, just check me and follow. Um, every every good coffee shop in Perth they put up on that Instagram. That's my second plug for the today. So there you go, mate. Counting. There you go. Um, another theme, a little bit of books. 
currently reading, what am I currently reading? Man's Search for Meeting by Victor Frankl. It's a very, very good read. And then keeping the fitness up over summer, winter and summer. Love a little bit of a swim. What about yeah. you, Maxie? Um, what can I live without? Mitch Drennan. It's, elaborate on that one. Nah, uh, nah, we can leave that one there. Just the blonde hair and blue eyes, mate. It just does it. Uh, can't live without you, say, say, mate. It's a real family here this season. I really feel it. Especially last season. I, I, even though it was my first year, I feel like we really made some cultural ground. Because cricket, there's more than just cricket than just bat and ball. It's really who you're playing with, isn't it? And the, and the, and the connections you make. And another thing that I can't live without is going on a holiday in February just before the finals. <laughs> <laughs> for, the list, for, the list, for the listeners out there, Max decided to play the whole year last year, and then just as he was oh, about well, to play finals, he went to America. So we all we win some, we lose some. Max, he didn't think that one through. Anyway, anyway. that's enough about ourselves, okay? Pre-season wrap-up. Let's give ourselves five minutes to give a bit of an overview about the pre-season. So the first thing we've got down is... What, what what did the preseason entail? Because I was I wasn't there. We'll go on to that later. But what did the preseason entail? So, for some of us who decided to rock up and we're playing other sports that we'll get to later, we decided to mix it up this year. We had a lot of a lot of hard running sessions under the tutelage of head coach William Stibbs, who took us to McGillray on a Thursday night to run laps and laps and laps. So running programs, lots of lots so of running laps. running programs. But in the literal and metaphorical Pro- way, running programs, correct. Yeah. Um, Tuesday night entailed a bit of a bit of a bat the ball. Um, some people bowling bounces at other people in the nets at Remos, which on, is mate. great fun. Anyway, I'll give someone a spray train for name dropping, but probably off air. No worries. Yeah. And then we went. Then we then that, that leads into a little bit of a Saturday yeah. tour to Perth. That tour one. Tour to Perth. Interesting program. Please run me through it. So started off at Kings Park on a Saturday morning doing laps and it's a bit a bit of cardio, a bit of running up and down, catching, up. catching balls. And we've on on the on the following Saturday we've picked it up and gone to a place in Chetton Park. You're still staying around that western suburbs area. Mm, we right? are. We're in the GT. Yeah, Jimmy's a little bit more than that. Yeah. We did we did venture up out to South Perth, so we've gone a little bit more. You're showing a very wealthy cross section of Perth. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think Stephen might have to give a bit more realistic approach next time to really weather us to the conditions we'll be playing in this season. We've got Gosnells, of course. They're, they're a bit of a road trip. If we're just doing these uh, Kings Park sort of programs, we're not going to get used to the altitude and the conditions of these farther metropolitan clubs. Um, anyway, on from that, because you don't want to have me ranting all this time. Correct. Some notables of the preseason. Now, the first thing we've got down here is the third grade winter warmers. And because I played third grade, and Corey, obviously, you're a bit too good for that, mate. Um, the third grade winter warmers was to, I think, to re- continue the camaraderie of the threes, which was definitely built up over the last season, making it to the finals and going a home final in one of the games, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Um, but anyway, the winter warmers themselves, was they were like, they were wine nights, and I think... The team came together, each, each of them bought a bottle of wine. Um, the best wine had a, it wasn't obviously the best wine that won an award. One of the awards apparently is called the Muzaffar Bokhari Award, awarded for the highest ranked wine of the night. So there you go. And the winner of that was Sam Harrison, the inaugural night. 
and Dave Aldridge. So well done to Sam and Dave on that that achievement in the off season. Well done to them. Correct that Sam actually runs the show, so he's giving himself the award first time. I'd, I'd say that's a good program. Bit of alpha, bit of alpha. Yeah, a good program. He's throwing it about. Uh, shout out to Sam as well, who was supporting me in the podcast. He sent me a message a couple of weeks ago saying he's very much looking forward to it. And I hope the Eagles get up for him this weekend because he just told me he's going to the game. Anyway, another very important thing that's next on the list. I want you to read this one out because it's a big, big issue. Yeah, well, at the club, we have a little bit of a, an email an email chain, as you call it. Everyone in the club is a part of the emails. Yeah. And some people live back in the 2000s when Will Stibbs sends out a little email telling us that where training is this week or is training on or where we're training. Some people like to reply all instead of reply to the coach who sent the email. And then, so everyone gets their emails clogged up with with another seven emails of people saying, are we training tonight when it really just yeah. isn't necessary. So you're, you're saying is, so let's say you're Stibber, you sent an email, I'm responding reply all, dear Stibber, sorry I can't come to train this week, picking up my dog from the vet sort of program. But everyone in the club's reading it, and they're thinking this bloke Max is does just isn't running a good program. Correct, and just we're in the twenty first century. We've all been, we've all lived with laptops long enough. We know how to, we definitely know how to hit reply and not reply. Or as Thornycroft pointed out, Thornycroft did point it out, and that was the pinnacle of the issue. I think now it's kind of a bit more resolved. Yeah. Well, I, I hope so. Anyway, anyway, one big news in the off season: Robin Lyons' wedding bells. Well on the engagement, my friend. I hope you're listening in. I wish you the very best for a long and fruitful marriage. Hopefully we have little lionsies running around at some point. Wouldn't mind a little lionsie around at the club. But anyway, well done. Another, another big announcement is uh, Perry Allen has decided to leave the club. A bit unnecessary. Didn't want, didn't, obviously doesn't want a part of the culture that we're raising yeah. here. He's decided to... Take up, I believe, a plain coaching senior assistant gig at Rockingham Manager. Don't know why you'd want to travel to Lark Hill constantly, but I'm happy with once a season. Let a man live. Exactly. We'll do anything for a dollar a man. But it's going to be, I'm going to miss Perry Allen at the club. He was an, as an old veteran head. He was a nice bloke. Told you how it was straight. So, Perry, we we'll hope you're doing well, mate. There's always a place for you at UCC. Good luck with the new position. But I tell you what, I hope we beat Rockingham 4-0 this season after that big loss against against them last season. Yeah, we are. Some bloke hit 200 not against us last year. Yeah, Rockingham. it was a very, very poor and annoying day while the Triple J Hottest 100 was going on in Australia on the day after Australia Day. Yeah. All right. Now, new players at the club because there's a bit of a crop this year and we've gone through and Corey and I have decided to come and pick our breakthrough player for the 2018-2019 season. So, Corey. Well, not to put, we don't really want to put the mockers on people here, but as we've seen, people come This is legitimate. Yeah, this is legitimate. This is people we think are going to break through this season. 100%. I've seen this bloke storming in, storming in all of last year. He was a new player of the club last year. Okay. Young, young Aaron Lane. Oh, it's not me. But well done, Aaron. Absolutely storming in on the weekend in our scratch match that we'll cover a little later on Saturday. Tell you what, Aaron... He trains hard. He's a quiet kid, but he goes down there and he, he just bowls. Like he's sometimes in the Nets when I was batting last season, he'd be the only one bowling to me. He's an absolute workhorse and he's reaping the awards. He's bowling, bowling Thunderbolts, I reckon. And wouldn't be surprised if he starts working his way up the grades this year, even if he 
might even start in higher grades. Don't know that. We're not a selectors, but yeah, we don't want to get too selectors are listening. Don't want to get too political on the podcast. Let's just hold that there on that one. Now, breakthrough player is a bloke called Chris Saberg. Now, this bloke is a breakthrough player simply because I don't think he's stepped foot in WA before. He probably has, but he definitely hasn't played for Union before. He's a new player. Um, I've heard good things. Haven't actually met him, but his beard is something to admire. So Chris Saberg is my breakthrough player. And then we've got our fave new player. So who have you? Who's your favourite new player? Well, as the current theme is one of our players leaving one of our and coming, yeah, right. coming, especially the UCC. Case in point with you, mate. Case, case in point, they may or may not follow my lead, but yeah. that's that's another story. Yeah. Uh, Emil Vandermeer, young, I think he's just turned 18, um, young rookie-keeping bat in the current 9-19 setup. Jeez, he's, nice. he's an exciting prospect and glad he's on our side because yeah. he can whack a cricket ball, that's for sure. Oh, good effort. Yeah, but what about you, Matty? Now, I've got a bit of a rogue option. I've got with a bloke called Shravan Shivashenka. He's a bloke that I brought down to the club after um, he used to play at Suvi and at school with me. Uh, very nice bloke. That's why he's my favourite new player, obviously. But it's good to see him get around it. I'm um, giving you a shout-out to Trump. Hope you're listening in at some point. And best of luck for the season. Anyway, now, Tuesday, Topical Tuesday. This is this segment that we're running on the UCC podcast. Now, what's topical right now? We've had just had the scratch matches. Corey, tell me about the scratch matches over the weekend. So I believe there's, there's, there's been four scratch matches over the weekend, I believe. No, th- three, three. Three scratch matches. We had the Honeyball 11 versus the House and 11 on James Over. Shout out hashtag Rob Honeyball, hashtag Sam House. Correct. Get those trending later Yeah, on. get those trending uh, So we had that on Saturday morning. Good 30, 35 over hit out between the sides. Um, honorable mentions to Aaron Lang bowling absolute thunderbolts. You really got a soft spot uh, for Lang, mate. I do. He's working hard. Yeah. Dan English for providing a nice little slips catch off the bat of Sam House and in the about the sixth over. So the skipper's got to go after six overs. Mm, yeah. yeah. Dan was enjoying bowling, bowling really well. Yeah. Jaden Kennedy swung the bat a few times. President Jaden Kennedy, let's yep. be careful Finish, right now. Finished on a not out. Don't really. We're sitting in his office right now, so we yeah. want to make sure that we're. <laughs> we do want to come back next week. We're all about respect. We don't want to get evicted from the podcast. Correct. Anyway. Uh, so um, then we've we've wrapped up some uh, some good batting from the, the new breakthrough player in uh, Chris Saber. Yes. So apparently he did a dream ball. Not quite sure, but... Oh, mate, from what I saw. Yeah, you can whack him. Uh, so then yours truly sneaked up zero off the, the bowling of Mitch Drennan. Mate, practice was blue eyes and blue eyes and blonde hair. Mate, this is how they say Practice games aren't on my cricket, mate. Your averages are not hurt. They are not hurt. They stay intact. Correct. Anyway, another very topical thing, which I was sprung to mind today at training. Now, is it okay to wear WA kit to training? Well, as you can tell by the lack of... There's a bit of silence there. I'm, I'm looking at you with a bit of a glare here because I think it's totally unacceptable. I just... I'm just not sure about, we get it, you, you played 19s cricket, you played under 15s cricket, heck, you might have done a 12th man duty once in a while for WA, but wearing, or actually borrowing kit and getting kit from more famous people, Ashenagar, Will was this story? Ashenagar, Ashenagar, get around him at UCC. Correct. Great, great representation. Another uni boy. Agar, a great representation of this club. But anyway. Anyway, so wearing their kit to training, honourable mentions to Josh Dallion, or for 
on Saturday at the scratch match when he wasn't playing, wearing a button-up top and his whacker shorts, just to big dog it some more. Um, and then young Daniel Moore wearing Cricket Australia hat rounds, like, now sure? I reckon Cricket Australia hat is, is okay because it's just your Cricket Australia hat, you know? We know Moore is not playing for Australia, but with the whacker shorts... There's a more of a link between the first grade and the whacker than obviously first grade Australia. You know what I mean? Correct, correct. So I think the Australia hat's okay. Yeah, well, we can run with that one. I'll let him, I'll let him off slightly, but that takes me on to my, my next point. Okay. Wearing non-UCC kit from your other club to training? What's your thought now about that? that, that no, no, that's a route. Okay, we had... What's his name? Damon, Damon was it? Damon. Well, Damon. A new player. Damon. I'm sorry about this, mate, but Wanneroo Shorts. Now, come on, mate. You haven't played a game at the club. You don't know many players at the club. And you're deciding to wear a rival club's shorts at training. Now... I hope you're listening. Actually, I hope you're not listening because this probably isn't fair on you, mate. But turn it up. And we've stolen that one from another famous, a famous show. That one, but we have to. We probably copy, we might have to edit that one out. We're also. not just putting the we're not just putting the dame of the spotlight on the new youngsters. I've seen that the ex president in Max Hope rocking around last year in a Uni New South Wales emblem helmet that is covered up like he was playing for Australia. He's covered up the emblem. Battered for that with the whole year. More, ac- more acceptable. More acceptable? Particularly because I like the city of Sydney. Where did you go? <laughs> the winter, Maxie. Oh, tell us. Oh, I had a good time in Sydney. Some of my mates live there and just hung out. Anyway. Oh, this is a great question. Who are we most looking forward to to play with this season? Well... I know, I know I've plugged my, 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 my off, off the field endeavors enough, but yeah. with young Joe O'Brien, who moves like he's an 80 year old, frankly. Oh, come on, he plays ones, mate. I know, I can't speak, I can't speak down to ones players like that, but I've done it anyway. You've got to show them the respect they deserve, Corey. Well, Jay, Jay moves around, gets that little sore back, and I'm actually looking forward to this year, because he's done, done some hard work in the offseason working on that back, that, he actually doesn't complain about his back the whole time. Oh, that's good news. We get some good conversation. He was having some discomfort with it last season. Correct, yeah. 100%. What about you, Max? You run me through your... Pretty run. easy one for me. Robert Honeyball. Hashtag Robert Honeyball. Um, I think the reason being is because I haven't seen him much over winter. We, me and Rob built a lot of rapport last season uh, in the summer. Uh, before you left to go to America. Of yeah, before I left. Uh, yeah. Um... Anyway, you kind of killed my train of thought there. But because I was a young player, I'd never played great cricket before, and Rob really took me under, under his wing. So shout out to Rob. Didn't have many partnerships together, but that doesn't really matter. Um, okay, Topical Tuesday continues. Brownlow medal like Mike was last night. Tell me something you took away from the Brownlow medal. How can you not invite a bloke who comes third? For the listeners who don't read the paper today or aren't on Instagram... Um, and young Angus Brayshaw from Melbourne, who finished third in the votes, I believe. with the helmet. Correct. The yeah. who runs around with that helmet. Brother to the two that play in WA, one had an unfortunate incident. We won't get into that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. And then uh, he, hasn't been, he hasn't been invited to the Brownlow. How do you not get invited to a Brownlow when you come third? 
you're asking a borderline third third grade slash second grade bloke on the Brownlow invites, mate. Well, I need need some information. So are you anyone, asking the listeners or not, I, mate? I'm asking the listeners <laughs> if they know anyone at AFL House. Or perhaps it was rhetorical. Whoever's listening, and I know we've got a very Obviously, nice Gillen, to Gillen McLaughlin, Who's mate? listening? Because this is going to be a very famous <laughs> podcast very soon. Before we get evicted. Can we please sort this? Can we please sort that out? What about you, Matthew? Uh, what did I take away from the Brownlow medal? Tom Mitchell. All class. He spoke brilliantly. But on the flip side, Jackie Higgins. Do you hear his speech after winning goal of the year? I believe it was 100 minutes a second. 100, heart beating 100 minutes a second. Now, I don't even do physics, and I know that's just not a thing. But what I thought was great from that night was the way Tom Mitchell spoke. He sounded like a true Aussie bloke who works hard for his cheddar. And that's what we love at UCC. And also, what is more, a WA bloke. Where did, what school did he go to by any chance, Maxie? Hale School, the great one. Oh, so he just sat himself nice in that little GT for the listeners' golden triangle. Everyone knows when we the answers in the GT, mate. Come on, let's lift it up. Okay, JLT Cup. One thing I've definitely taken away from the JLT Cup is my ex-teammate Cameron Green. Well done for, to him for making the, making the team. I know he doesn't play for UCC, so I might kick you out from the club for doing this, but he was a former teammate of mine at Subi. Um, well done to the man. Hopefully he's playing test cricket in a few years, but we'll definitely wait and see. What about what have you taken away from JLC? So off on your theme of ex teammates, I've got two in uh, Josh Phillippe and Aaron Summers. Oh. Josh making his debut for WA and whacking them all over the park. Is he sending him? He's he's sending him. Oh, yeah, a bit like Bosley and then Aaron Summers bowling real pace for Tasmania. Yeah. But speaking of Boz. Any chance WA can pick him in the side? Just I've seen a nice little spot there for him. I think he's I think he's pretty good at running the water. Well, I'm not getting involved in that one, but if when the WA selectors are listening out of voters, etc., when this is a, a worldwide <laughs> podcast, please sort of. Uh, no, we love you, Boz. Uh, first grade captain. Anyway, Viv Paver, Viv Paver. Let's talk about Viv Paver because Viv Paver just had his new. He uh, was just given a new role alongside the women's coach. Um, the men's talent pathway coach. I'm thinking this is the Colts for you and me. I believe so. I think it's any player under 22 that has aspirations to play higher grades. So not me. So maybe me. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> we'll worry about that when the season comes up. Uh, but it'll be fantastic to get to know Viv, so well done on that. And well done to Viv as well for getting around the podcast. Um, on that note, we're going to... What's the email we've got running? Uh, let's just... Jeez, what the UWA social media? It'll be at the, it'll be in the notes section of the podcast below. Okay. Just give it a scroll. You got any questions? Please, next week, when please we give up. us some responses. Please tell me how you're thinking, and please just give us anything. We just want to hear your responses because listeners want to. We want you want you guys to run the show. We want you guys to direct about what we're actually talking. Not about. Not only that, we've got UWA cricket on socials of Instagram and Twitter. Twitter not used so much, but Instagram. Some fine work going up like that. Don't know who's running it, but doing a wonderful job. Please flick, flick a message through if you could. Now, next segment, real or overreactions stolen straight from AFL 360. Um, first one we've got here is, is the UWA Cricket Cup hype real? 100%. Not being biased or anything that I play here, but, geez, we came on last year with we the underdogs. It's definitely a feeling around the club. There's, there's been some good hype. We played 
really well on Sunday, scratch matching the ones that we, we, we glossed over. But, yeah, we, we played really well, a lot of team effort. That young kid, Chris Abbott, playing really well. That young other young kid, kid is about five years old in Europe. Will, minimum. William William was this start, whacked him around the park. Honourable mention to Rex Strickland for putting a ball one bounce into the building over there, which you guys can't Social see. Social sciences. Social sciences is the building. I'm not a UWA student, so Max is filling me in on that one. Yeah, social sciences. For the picture in the audience, Max, so they can close their eyes and picture. What are we? Where are we right now? I know we should have done this at the start. We're in the president's office. Is it the president? Is this the president's office? I, I, be- I believe so. Anyway, there's an artwork here, which I'm, I've been looking at for quite a while. It's of a boat and a, and a pond or something. Um, there's a whiteboard and some memorabilia. Shit, we haven't won some memorabilia in a while, so I, I don't know if that's fine. Um, and then we've got the, over my right shoulder, we've got a collection of cricket bats that William Stiggs likes to do a little, uh, Will Stiggs philosophy, and every bat in the corner is representative of how old it is. So we've got a bat over there that's 1950-something, the last time we won a flag, but don't worry, the hype's real. We're getting there. And then we've got a bit of behind us. There's a whiteboard with Jaden Kennedy, the president, who uses also the study room. He's got plenty of engineers. Yeah, the, the, no, the name Jaden Kennedy's written forty times on that whiteboard. I wonder if it's his office. Anyway, the next real reaction. I'll ask this to you again. Maury and Sean will be at Avenue. Don't know what that is. Once a week for the entire summer. Um, I don't know how many weeks there are in the whole summer, but I would presume there are at 20, least... Uh, 13 weeks in the I summer. I believe every for 13 weeks they'll be at the Avenue. And now, the Avenue, quite famous venue, the Avenue. <laughs> it is, actually. I do have a story to tell. Can you, can you elaborate on the Avenue, most, most Most players know about this story, especially the blokes I've played with. Um, Maury and Sean were old, old teammates of mine back at my old high school, and I didn't know where I was with my cricket about a couple of years ago. Um, just had a, a bloke hit me in the ribs at training a couple of years back and put me out for half a season. And I ran to Maury and Sean at this this nightclub, and they were wondering what um what was I what, what was I doing with the season? You know, yeah. was I playing cricket? And I said, No, nah, I don't think I will. You know, I said. Bear in mind, this is two weeks before the first game. Yeah, last so, season. Socks stand, you finish your footy, now you decide yeah. you're going to go the summer. Yeah. Um. And I said, you got to come for uni. So they give me Will Stinson's number. I give him a call. Uh, where, where did they give you Will Stinson's number? On the dance floor, I believe? No, it wasn't. Was not, we're, not that, we're not that silly. It was the next day. Um, but anyway, I was recruited at this nightclub. And where is the nightclub? It's in Claremont. It's on Club Bayview. Just a little golden triangle. Yeah. As you can tell, the boys mate, don't want to leave the golden triangle. Come off it. Come off it, mate. All right. Now, we've got a book report. That's next on the itinerary. That's from you, Max. I actually wrote that in, I did. So, last year I didn't read any books. And I know it might be uncool maybe to read books. I'm only 19. My my mates might judge me. But this year I thought I'm going to take a step forward and try and read one book every month. How's that been going for you? Going well. So obviously, Yeah, obviously that's my ninth book. Uh, about halfway through, it's a book called Blood Meridian by the great Cormac McCarthy. You would have, you might have seen this movie, No Country for Old Men. It's about the Westwood expansion set in about the nineteen fifties, but the diction and syntax used by McCarthy, it was, it's fairly, it's fairly olden day. Can you just give me an elaboration on that? Some of us 
Thomas Folk needed a little explanation of those two words. You Diction said. means word choice, and syntax means, I guess, how the, the grammar used. Um, anyway, yeah, because it's quite old times, old American slang. Uh, anyway, it's about the Westwood expansion. It's quite a violent novel. The main character hits a few characters um, over the head with a bottle. Quite entertaining. But it's a good read. I tell you what, it's a, it seems to be a great American story of life, of the life of a kid and the people he meets who struggle to have legitimate mentors in a society which was racist and full of, I don't know, lots of, I don't know, a lot of countryside, a lot of planes, a lot of action. Anyway, that's enough of the book report. Coffee review. Now, I'll preface this by saying that I've, uh, I, I do enjoy a coffee, whether that's a coffee with mates or a little coffee before the game. Today's... Yeah, I'll interrupt you there. I've quit coffee, mate. You've quit coffee? Went out for coffee today. Didn't actually get a coffee. Just had some water. So how do you, how do you go out? out? You could have just had a coffee. Obviously, went out, well, obviously went out for the company. You know, yeah. that's because I used to be a social coffee drinker. Yeah. Just went out to yarn with people who I haven't seen it for a while, you know. Anyway... Yeah. On with your review. Alright, so today's one is a bit of a mixture of a, a sporting venture and a basketball and a of basketball, a sporting venture of basketball and a coffee, a coffee place up on Kings Kings Park. Oh yeah. Kings Park Drive. Six, yeah. six Kings Park Drive. It's a wonderful place. Donny Targo. That's a bar. It's got half a basketball ring out in the back. Yeah, coffee right. at the front. Yeah, right. Little outdoor number. So you shoot hoops. You're having a coffee. Sublime little long black that they've, they've given me. Day for it. Unbelievable day for it. As we're heating up in the summer, this is probably the best time to go there. Shoot hoops. Shout out to the guys at Donnie Tarko. Wonderful job. Hashtag Donnie Tarko, hashtag coffee. That's, all my set. That's my second last post on the Amateur Coffee Snob. Please like, subscribe. You know how it works. Do not like or subscribe. Uh, okay. Next, we have the Tuesday Triumph, the win for the day. I'll start this one off. Today was a good day. I woke up. About 7.30, went out for uh, a coffee. Where'd you go? South Perth. Lovely. Where? That's in South Perth. Boat Shed. Never been there before. My friend just said, come here. Uh, met up with some people I haven't seen for a while, which is good. Then I went out for lunch uh, uh, by myself. Up. Just oh. this uh, little D7 place. I ran to an old mate again. Oh. Yarned, okay, yarned, just yarned, I guess, today. And uh, came home, read some chapters, and then come to training. Pretty normal day for a study break 19-year-old bloke. <laughs> We placed third grade for UCC. Love that. Anyway, your win for the day. My win for the day was being able to coach some athletes in the morning. Um, might sound like a boring job to some, but across a really good uh, really opportunity to, to give people, give back and help people get better. Yeah. Um, finished that off with um, a bit of lunch and then with a little bit of a swim. In a pool. Oh, swimming. Swimming for only laps, mate. Uh, just, 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 just a leisurely little walk and then a little bit of holding the breath underwater. Nothing too extreme. We've, we've come to training. The nets aren't up, so we've, we've had to do some bit of fitness, slog it out. <laughs> a nice little bowling session with Tommy Hogan. Nice hour off, hour off spin coach. And then made a meal, trotted down to the brewery about 3k away. And just a nice little 6k at the end of the day. Oh, program. Loss for the day. This is my. You, we, this is unplanned. This is an off the cuff loss for the day. Training is meant to begin, according to the emails, at quarter to five. Correct. That was sent out the email by Williams now, this morning. You can rock up at three before to have a hit. Correct. Which I did. Put the next one up. Continue. So I rock up at four fifteen. 
I'm thinking, great. I'm going to have a hit for 30 minutes before training starts. Um, just get my mind because I've been playing, because I've been playing footy over the off season. What's your, you win a flat? I want a flat, uh, premiership. Um, the last game of the season won it. Um, bear in mind I was the biggest passenger of all time. Yeah, anyway, anyway, so I rock up at 4.15, everyone at training is already doing running. Apparently the turf wickets aren't up, got no notice of that. So I cop a spray for being late to training, even though I'm half an hour early because Which I'm half... Is- I've gone to the effort of getting a training at 4.15. Now, call me, call me ex, ex, extremely snobby here, but if I rock up half an hour before the scheduled training time, I shouldn't be copying a spray for being for rocking up halfway through a drill. Correct. So that needs to be attended to. I hope, I hope the rulers of the club are listening to this and getting a bit of feedback because I think hopefully someone now, no one else has to go through that this season. Anyway... Let's get on to better things. Season goals. We've got a big season coming up. What are the goals for the season? Now, call me old-fashioned and call me a team player. Do whatever you want, listeners, but I just want to win flags. We haven't done it in a while. We've had a lot of I tasted a flag over winter and I want to go again, Corey. Back at it again. That's what we want in something. We just want flags. It makes everything worthwhile. I don't care. Ones, twos, threes, fours. Colts. Whatever. Women's. And women's and the women's. I would Don't love a women's, women's flag. We'd love a flag. We want a flag. We really want it here. We think, we, like we said, the height's real. A flag. That's all I'm going to put in concrete. My, yeah, we are the same season ago. I want to see a bit of, the cultural aspect was a great success last year. Now, even though we play for more than, than flags, they're a great thing to work toward. So it's a great goal to have. 100%. Now. Sure thing for the season. Now, I'll start off with this one. Hashtag Rob Moneyball, hashtag second grade captain this season. Congratulations on the role, Rob. Well done, Rob. I'm going to, I'm going to hit two tons this season. He's paying two bucks. That's, That's a big one. Bucks. It's a big market, that. Jeez, <laughs> two tons, doable, doable, 100%. Doable. Especially with the role of being skipper. 100% yeah, we'll see. We might see him track himself up the order as well. We'll oh, see. A little selfish elf, elf Yeah, little your short sure thing. My sure thing is Daniel Moore will fume at something, someone, or anything in particular. Just make sure that person is not you. Yes, no, correct. That's all I'll say. Moore has been renowned for making coming in the changing and throwing helmets at other teammates accidentally in his fuming. And uh, Maury, when you're out there, just let's just let's just drop that emotion a little bit. It's okay to sneak one. Completely out of topic. I just want to give a shout out to Malnus, wherever he is. Anyway. Grand final prediction. We've got the grand final on Saturday. Correct. The AFL grand final we're talking about. I was talking about the Billy Cartwright grand final. Anyway, so we've got Collingwood and West Coast. Correct. West Coast, obviously the Perth-based team in that. Um, Are they? Didn't know about the, all the hype in the paper right now. Okay. All right. <laughs> anyway, who <laughs> have anyway, got? Collingwood. Not because the head coach goes to Collingwood, just because I like to stir some some pots going so on. So you're trying to get in the good books. For oh, the first 100%. Round. Someone needs it. It's got to play some games somewhere. Ambitious, my friend. Anyway, so you've got uh, Collingwood. Yeah, what about you? I've got the Coasters, man. Mm-hmm. I've got the West Coast Eagles. I think they're 2-0 against Collingwood this season. Yeah, but... Cool heads prevail. So grand final. Also, mate, there's more players who played in the grand final in the West Coast squad the Collingwood team? Did they lose that? Did they win or lose that last grand final? They lost it to the best team of 
this century in the Hawks back to back to back. And they're a stronger team than the one in 2015. And I have no, winning... no, 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 He's, um, I haven't heard much about him before. Is he a breakthrough player this year? Is he? I think we'll get him out after he retires, but yeah. Elliot Yo is my Norm Smith. For what it counts, Scott Pendlebury, my Norm Smith to go make a career. Safe bet. Safe bet. Um, <laughs> I notice this is completely out of topic, but if you haven't seen it, look at the 2010 Norm Smith presentation on YouTube. The bloke who gives the presentation is really drunk, and he says... The winner of the 2000s, Van 10, uh, Norm Smith medal, Scott Emelbury, Collingwood. So if you haven't seen that, check that one out. Um, I, think that, I think that wraps us up for the, uh, for the first pilot episode of the UCC podcast. Now, before we go, we plugged the socials before. We'll put those in the show notes below. We did it before and we'll do it we'll again. We'll do it again, UWA Cricket. Now... Next week, it won't just be me and Maxie on the pilot. The oh, we're having a special guest. We're going to have some special guests. We'll oh, it's it. maybe more than one. Maybe oh, one, maybe two. Massive maybe second two. half coming up. A huge <laughs> second half. Um, so we're going we'll, we'll to we'll leave that decision for a little bit later in the week. Yeah, we but might release that one on the weekend or something. Yeah, we'll release it. But once again, send us a message if you've got any questions. We're going to open up a little fan question segment. Of course, if you want a shout out, do you want to? Want a shout out from the boys? Mate, just send a message. And not us, only, tell us what you not, think. Not only that, we're now uh, we're going to go worldwide after this one. Step by step. Step by step. We're going to go worldwide eventually. So if anyone's got any businesses out there that want to sponsor the podcast. Or invest. Or invest in the club because we said the hype is real. More than welcome to slide into our DMs. Nice and push, cushionly. If any girls want to slide in, that's, we'll allow that too. We'll allow that. We'll pass, you on to the, pass them on to the boys in the club yeah. and there that Sean Stewart. And then we'll move on. Well, it's been a great first uh, episode. Great to talk with you, Corey. And best of luck for this season. Thank you, Maxie. As for all listeners, see you next week.